Episode 304 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I'm editor Kirk Semenoff. We celebrated our 2023 Innovation Awards selections this past Thursday with an awards luncheon. And on this week's Biz Talk podcast, we're going to talk with one of the honorees. Jake Calhoun is the creator of Soya Fuel, which takes a novel approach to gassing up personal and company vehicles. He'll tell us all about it in a couple of minutes. But first, let me tell you about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. As I mentioned, the Innovation Awards are the cover story in this week's paper. We look at the innovators and innovations who over the past year did some remarkable things. The Innovation Awards begin on page 27. We have two lists this week, registered investment advisors and security brokerage firms. See who's at the top and catch a breakdown of who is advising the most households and money in our area. The lists begin on page eight. We have coverage of our ICT Talent Summit in this week's paper beginning on page 16. You can read about what was said when it comes to preparing for the future of work and the future generation of employees. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly lead section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 48. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Jake Calhoun joins me. He is the founder and creator of Soya Fuel, which is one of, and and Jake is one of our Innovation Award winners this year for 2023 at the Business Journal. And I wanted to have him on because I thought this is a really cool concept that he's come up with. Jake, thank you for joining me. Yeah, no problem at all. No problem. Take us, just give us the brief uh, uh, intro to what Soya Fuel is and what it does. Yeah, so Soya is a on-demand and mobile fuel delivery service. Um, I like to consider us like the Uber of fuel. Um, so we have two different markets we serve. We do B2B and uh, B2C. Um, B2C, we we let our customers, usually they have um, memberships. And with those memberships, they can order fuel delivery. So if they're at home, work, um, school, uh, you know, wherever shopping um, and they know where they're going to be at. They can schedule delivery and we just come to them, fill them up and they get three free deliveries a month. And then uh, we also do things like uh, fuel tracking. Um, uh, we can check, do any uh, check engine lights, engine diagnostics, things like that. We also uh, for our, our advanced members, we give them an OBD2 device. We plug that device in. And so say, say, Kirk, you're like, hey, I want one of those devices. You plug that thing in. You say, Jake, I don't want my fuel to drop below 20, 25%. We set it right there. And then as soon as your fuel hits that level, you'll get an automatic text message saying, hey, Kirk, we see your fuel is getting low. Um, please click the link to schedule. And instead of having to go through the normal rigmarole of 
uh, scheduling, putting your address in, your location, um, name, all that stuff. You just click the link, set a time. Uh, we know the location of your car. Um, uh, we know where the location of your car. You've already set the time uh, you wanted. We know who you are. We got all that information. So uh, try to make it real simple. And we also, if your check engine light comes on, um, it'll shoot a message to us and we can tell you what that what that problem is so you don't have to take it into the shop. Um, so trying to make it more convenient for our, our individual customers. Um, B2B, what we do is we go in um, to the, the businesses, they have fleets and uh, they set a time usually in the morning, sometimes in the evening. And we go in and we fill up their entire fleet. So when their, their employees get there, uh, they can just get on and get in the vehicle and go. They don't need to stop by quick trip or uh, waste any company time. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how old are you, first of all? Uh, I just turned 31 this uh, past December. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. So uh, where did this idea come from? What, you know, what hit you and thought this, this is a good idea that I think I could sell? Um, so it was, it was kind of random. I, I was trying to figure, I just graduated, um, about a year before I thought of the idea and I was just trying to figure out something to get into. I've always wanted to run my own business. And I had a buddy that had heard of, um, places delivering gas station products like drinks and food and things like that out in California. And I was like, man, you know, maybe you know, I'll, I'll look into it. So I looked it up and I came across fuel delivery services that were, uh, kind of growing and they're more in the there's a few of them in the coastal areas but they're brand new um the oldest one was only like five years uh, old and so i was like man it'd be a perfect time to kind of jump in there's nothing like that here or, or even in the midwest um so i'd like, be jump in real early get a head start before the the competition came and um i just felt my gut that this was the right thing to do and i went all in we we like telling stories stories about new small businesses, and this is a fascinating one to me. Once you decided to jump in, what were your first steps? Um, so, this is my first business I was ever you know I've ever started up to run in. Um, initially, uh, I was we had an app that was going to be how the app was going to be the business. It was going to be how people got deliveries, how everything ran through. It was going to be kind of Uber based where. Even if you wanted to become a Sawyer driver, um, you sign up on the app. We send you the equipment, and then you get all your um, all your clientele from the app. And so, before I got a truck and put a tank in or anything like that, we started working on the app. And fast forward about five six months, um, I went and did my first presentation. Um, and while I was doing that presentation, I didn't. I didn't win any money but i did come across a lot of people that were like shooting ideas at me like hey just start an mvp put a tank in better your truck show some uh, proof of concept and so the the main thing of getting the app running because that was going to be the business um kind of switched all up and just put a tank in the bed of my truck and i just started going I, I have to think, you know, for all of us who use apps on our phones, I would think that you probably found out early on that, boy, if my app is not perfect or it's not working well, then my business isn't working well. Talk about yeah. that. Yeah. So I actually had a lot of issues with the app. Um, it took initially it was only supposed to take four to six months to get kind of ready and get going. 
Well, it took the better half of a year and a half, pretty much. Um, and so I couldn't really wait on it anymore. Um, that's why I, whenever I was told to kind of jump into the MVP route, I just went all in, got the minimum viable product, and just we were going to worry about the app later on. Mm-hmm. Um, the app, it had its hiccups. It wasn't. It wasn't ready to launch multiple times. Um, and the funny thing, well, now it's funny. It wasn't so funny at the time, but <laughs> now it's funny, um, is that we put all this work into trying to get the app to go and never actually have gotten to a spot to even use it. So the initial thing that I put all my money into pretty much was like, this is going to be the business, never actually ended up being part of the business. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's interesting. Um, you yeah. mentioned making presentations, and and uh, I know you worked with Nextus a little bit. Um, yeah. Are are you the type of person who enjoys getting out and selling himself and selling your vision, or is that tough for you? Uh, I was at first. I think it was one of the hardest things um, I had to do because I, I didn't really. Uh, I was never really worried about presenting, um, but I, I did it mostly inside of the you know class classes and things like that and called so it was around people we knew small groups things like that um but then when i had to go out and kind of present my first kind of pitch on my on my business i was practicing on it for probably two weeks in advance you know things that i didn't really usually do um but i ended up actually doing a real good job and it kind of boosted my confidence and after that everything went well um and I had a couple hiccups on a couple on a couple presentations, but um, I've learned from them, and uh, now I'm now I'm a lot more confident about it. What what kind of businesses are you selling to, and what do you what or or customers for that matter, individual customers? What kind of people are you finding like your kind of business and and use it to their advantage? Um, so, businesses wise, a lot of. Um, uh, like lawn care services, um, any type of, really any type of business that has a fleet that has probably two to more vehicles um, that just either wants to kind of see if they can save some money, um, cut some costs in some areas, or um, try to be more efficient. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of businesses are kind of under our radar as potential clients. to the individual customer side, you know, I was first marketing to kind of everybody, but after doing it for about a year and a half, mainly we've had females. Um, main market for individual customers are females. Some males have jumped in, but they've usually jumped in and they're like, oh, you know, I'll just go get my own gas. And then they don't really bother to try it too much longer. Um, but I've found a lot of females just like the convenience of it. Um, and they, they, a lot of them, a lot of girls don't seem to, or women don't seem to like going to the gas station at times, you know, especially either late at night um, or they have their husbands or boyfriends do it for them. And so, yeah. And, and I would be a husband who does that. I can tell you that yeah. from experience that, that yeah, is actually yeah. true. I, I can, I know from my wife's family that a lot of people don't like to use the gas station. They, they, that's for some, whatever reason I can't pinpoint. Yeah. 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 Uh, so has it is, is it easy to get the word out about your service or has it been difficult to to get the word out that hey this is a different kind of thing that maybe can help your company? Yeah, it's definitely been difficult. Um presenting something new uh with kind of limited 
funds when it comes to how much I can market um, has been pretty difficult, um, especially because we have to find a way to, we're not only marking out a kind of new business, but a new concept. And so we got to teach people um, what Soya is, which is kind of just takes more money to do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that's probably been the biggest at one point that was the biggest issue uh was trying to teach people what what soy is and um uh trying to show them where where the the conveniences of it and the pros from it mm-hmm. you mentioned you're 31 years old uh are you are you local where are you from Wichita and tell us about growing up and and what you how do you arrive at this point i guess yeah so my whole family is pretty much initially from Wichita um Whenever I was younger, I was in Pittsburgh, Kansas as a child. Um, and then my mom got a teaching job in El Dorado and moved uh, back here to Wichita. And uh, we stayed here for about a year and then decided to make the leap over to El Dorado. And I spent pretty much all middle school and high school in El Dorado. Um, went to Butler and then shot off to, or to K-State. Mm-hmm. And K-State, I was up at K-State trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to do in school. Um, should, have, should have graduated with a doctor's degree for as long as I was up there, but I uh, got out with a bachelor's and um, kind of came back here home and was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Had some money saved up and so it just kind of fell in my lap. Is your degree in business? Uh, no. So initially I was wanting to go for, business and then I was psychology and then it was engineering and then it was kind of all over the place um and by the time I found out what I kind of would want to do I ran out of financial aid money so it was like hey you either got to pick something that you can graduate within the next uh semester or you you know you got to probably be done with school and so I ended up getting out with a communications degree haven't had the opportunity to use it but haven't really needed to um so far uh always thought about going back and getting <clears throat> excuse me getting my mba um we'll see I, I haven't felt the need to pick up a book since i since i left k-state but um yeah yeah, yeah. i, I would have i should have i think if i would go back to it I, I would probably go and just jump into business uh you you left k-state with a degree but not in business critique yourself as a business person so far how have you, how have you think you've done Oh man, I'm I'm kind of a uh you know my my hardest critic. I think that I think I would probably give myself a you know a B maybe a B minus. I think that I could have done a lot better in some places, um, but I would say my effort <laughs> was probably would knock me up a little bit. Are are there people who have helped you along the way, mentors or or people that you can trust in business? Yeah, yeah. So I've had um, uh, Quinn Roberts. He, he he's at, at Nexus, and he's helped me out a lot. He's been one of the the biggest advisors I've had of kind of which direction to go, um, things like that. And honestly, the, the whole Nexus kind of crowd over there has done a lot to help me out. Um, and then I was part of Pipeline, um, and they've helped me out a lot too. Um, Mm-hmm. Gave me a lot of information, um, a lot of mentors. Anytime I needed help, I could reach out to either one of Nexus or Pipeline. Um, and then I, I met I met a lot of people um, at 
uh, one million cups. Um, that's kind of where my fir- like where I first started going. I met a lot of people there that kind of helped me, you know, push me in the direction to go find um, a lot of mentors and things like that. So I've had a lot of a lot of people kind of you know standing you know standing close by and ready to help me out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. Jake Calhoun is one of our Innovation Award uh, winners this year for 2023. You are the founder and creator of Soya Fuel. That website, if you want to go and and read all about Soya Fuel, is soyafuel.com, S-O-Y-A-F-U-E-L.com. Everybody go go take a look. It's nice to see you, and thanks for joining the podcast. Yeah, I appreciate it, Kirk. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 304. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and for subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.